Welcome to the Cultivation of the Wild Woman podcast. My name is Ben. My name is Rachel. And today, for the book study of Women Who Run With the Wolves, we are going over the last chapter. And oddly enough, this episode is two years after we recorded the first. So we recorded the first episode, what would that be, 2018 Thanksgiving. So now it's 2020 Thanksgiving. The final chapter. And um, I will be reading this, um, it's not really a story, I mean it's a poem. So it's a little different, Um, but it's just four pages. And chapter 16, The Wolf's Eyelash. If you don't go out into the woods, nothing will ever happen and your life will never begin. Don't go out in the woods. Don't go out, they said. Why not? Why should I not go out in the woods tonight? She asked. A big wolf lives there who eats humans such as you. Don't go out in the woods. Don't go out. We mean it. Naturally, she went out. She went out in the woods anyway. And of course, she met the wolf, just as they had warned her. See, we told you, they crowed. This is my life, not a fairy tale. You dolts, she said. I have to go out to the woods. I have to meet the wolf, or else my life will never begin. But the wolf she encountered was in a trap. In a trap this wolf's leg was in. Help me, oh help me. Aye, 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 cried the wolf. Help me, oh help me, he cried. And I shall reward you justly. For this is the way of wolves and tales of this kind. How do I know you won't harm me? She asked. It was her job to ask questions. How do I know you will not kill me and leave me lying in my bones? Wrong question, said the wolf. You just have to take my word for it. And the wolf began to cry and wail once again and and more. Oh, aye, aye, aye. There's only one question worth asking, fair maiden. War, aye, aye, so... Oh, you wolf, I will take a chance. All right, here. And she sprang the trap, and the wolf drew out its paw, and this she bound with herbs and grasses. Ah, thank you, kind maiden, thank you, sighed the wolf. And because she had read too many of the wrong kinds of tales, she cried, Go ahead and kill me now. Let's get this over with. But no. This did not come to pass. Instead, this wolf put his paw upon her arm. I am a wolf from another time and place, said he, and plucking a lash from his eye, gave it to her and said, Use this, and be wise. From now on you will know who is good and not so good. Just look through my eyes and you will see clearly. For letting me live 
I bid you live. In a manner as never before, remember there's only one question worth asking, fair maiden. War, A, B, soul. And so she went back into her village, happy to still have her life. And this time, as they said, just stay here and be my bride, or do as I tell you, or say as I want you to say, and remain as unwritten upon as the day you came. She held up the wolf's eyelash and peered through and saw their motives as she had not seen them before. And the next time, the butcher weighed the meat. She looked through her wolf's eyelash and saw that he weighed his thumb too. And she looked at her suitor, who said, I am so good for you. And she saw that her suitor was so good for exactly nothing. And in this way and more, she was saved from not all but from many misfortunes. But more so, in this new seeing, not only did she see this lie and cruel, she began to grow immense in heart, for she looked at each person and weighed them anew through this gift from the wolf she had rescued. And she saw those who were truly kind and went near them. She found her mate and stayed all the days of her life. She discerned the brave and came close to them. She apprehended the faithful and joined with them. She saw be bewilderment under anger and hastened to soothe it. She saw love in the eyes of the shy and reached out to them. She saw suffering in the stiff-lipped and the courted their laughter. She saw need in the man with no words and spoke for him. She saw faith deep in the woman who said she had none and rekindled hers for her own. She saw all things with her <clears throat> lash of wolf, all things true and all things false all things turning against life, all things turning towards life, all things seen only through the eyes of that which weighs the heart with heart and not with mind alone. This is how she learned that it is true what they say, that the wolf is the wisest of all. If you listen closely, the wolf in its howling is always asking the most important question. Not where is the next food, not where is the next fight, not where is the next dance. But the most important question, in order to see into and behind, to weigh the value of all that lives. War, a, the, soul. War, a, the, soul. Where is the soul? Where is the soul? Go out into the woods, go out. If you don't go out into the woods, nothing will ever happen, and your life will never begin.
Go out into the woods, go out. Go out into the woods, go out. Go out into the woods, go out. Well, I did it. I'd like to thank Dr. Clarissa Pincola Estes for writing this book. And thank you for putting your heart into paper and ink so that we can be inspired. And I believe that. This is a very powerful message. That I've seen the effects of this book on the lives of at least one woman who I love. And I think I've seen more courage and a more free expression. And I think that if that's what this book can do for women, then it's a great gift. Mm -hmm. It's a great gift to humans because we need our women to be courageous and free, feel free to express and to speak from their soul. Mm -hmm. An empowered place, not a wounded place. These stories help you. Um, she, Estes talks about stories as medicine. And um, she's the keeper of the stories. So, doing the podcast to me was keeping those stories going and sharing them as much as I can, because um, that's what I felt called to do. And I think you can tell stories through, not just through writing and books, but through any form of art, through a, a dish that you make, or a quilt you sew, or a motorcycle you make, anything, babies. And I think that's what we're here to do is to, uh, like you were saying earlier tonight, just play. And that comes from that empowered place, not the wounded place. It's supposed to be fun. And this podcast was fun. I did not know where it was going to go. <laughs> I purposely didn't think, how long was it going to take? How are we going to do it? I just figured, okay, we'll record on the full moon and we'll do a chapter at a time. And we did it. So that's a good feeling. And I hoped it can help other people go through this book, because I know it's a very challenging book. Um, the stories are very triggering. And it's a book that I will be going back to my entire life, so I hope that I can help 
share what has made an impact on me with other people. Like, um, it's that stepping stone analogy. What, what's the quote? The you want to show people what stones to step on and which ones to avoid. And this is a book that I would quote step on and use. And this isn't her only book. I when I looked on mine she had a bunch of other stuff. It's mostly on Audible, so it's funny a lot of her books are um, oral and not necessarily written. This is kind of her most popular book. So that is out there to listen to more of her stuff and that's all I have in the brain. Is there anything you want to say before we end this second season? Okay, well you have to howl with me because that's what I thought we'd have to do to end. Oh. Oh.